Night Rad Dads, and we're back for another episode. I'm Rob. I'm Sal. And right. tonight we have a guest with us, Sean Gala. Hey, Sean, how are you? Hey, good. Yeah, happy to be here, guys. What's going on, Sean? Just just hanging out, ready to talk about some dads and some stuff and some men's groups. Sounds great. Yeah. So, Sean, do you want to tell us, tell our listeners, we know a little bit about you, but do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm Sean Gala. I... I uh, Started mensgroup.com. We run, uh, we're a self improvement community for men. So, uh, we, a lot of guys feel like they don't have, um, supportive influences around them or people they can talk to about stuff, their challenges they're running into in their lives, just everyday stuff, you know, relationship stuff, work stuff, emotional stuff, um, family stuff. And, and so we just, we, we have a supportive community where people can come in and ask questions and get answers. And then we also run men's groups for guys that want a, a more of a support crew, a bunch of guys to get, get to know and build friendships with. And, and, um, and then, yeah, uh, basically uh, share feedback and guidance with each other. That's amazing. That, yeah. That's awesome. You, you don't, uh, you know, you, you don't find that too much no. around here because, uh, especially with the older guys, we were, we were born or, or bred to really not share our feelings, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's fantastic. Especially in Jersey, yeah, you're definitely one of those older. You're definitely one of those older guys, Sal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, see the grays coming through on my beard. Yes, I mean just to see like how quickly this project is blown up really validates this idea that like wow, a lot of guys don't have anybody to talk to. I mean, you've seen this uh, stats. It's like uh, you know, 40 years ago, um, men had five confidants on average. In North America, like they basically just at, walked up to men randomly and asked them, "Hey, how many close friends do you have? How many, how many people can you talk to about your life?" And and forty years ago, the answer was five. Today, the answer is less than one. It's close to it's close to wow. five. So, which means that half the men in North America don't have a single person to talk to. I believe that. I definitely so, believe that. Yeah. So do I. So yeah, it's no surprise then that this thing's blown up, and then lots of guys just want a place to talk about guy stuff. That's awesome. So you're you're an entrepreneur. What challenges have you faced through your entrepreneur journey? Oh my god, what challenges haven't I faced? I feel like the whole thing's just one big challenge. It's just like a big gauntlet that doesn't seem to end. <laughs> I mean, I went bang. I mean, I, I took a big swing with my first business and took on a bunch of debt to make it happen. Went bankrupt. You know, that was like a that was like a real humbling start. Went bankrupt personally. That haunted me financially for like almost ten years. Right. Um, and they're just like a lot of people conflicts, uh, like it's just part of business. Um, I brought on my best friend of 15 years as a business partner and he basically found a way to force me out of one of my companies and, and, um, completely cut me out of his life, um, which I didn't see coming. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, just, it's just entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. You know, that's why so few people will, so few people take a shot at it. And, and why so few people succeed at it. But also that's what I love about it. Cause it forces me to learn about myself. You know, adversity is honestly the best teacher. So, um, yeah, that's why I do it. Was your best friend Italian from North Jersey? <laughs> he might've been, maybe he had a secret past. I don't know about. Yeah. Wrapped up in one of your, your crime <laughs> families. You guys probably came from. <laughs> no, that's highly offensive. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get canceled now. Good. <laughs> oh yeah, you're getting a bit of watch. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, man. Okay, so 
Can you tell us like a little bit about Men's Group and what inspired you to create it? This yeah, is an incredible sure. idea. I love it. Yeah, th- thanks for all the kind words about it, guys. Because like, it's not an it's not an easy organization to run. Anything with people is going to be diff- more difficult than like just an automated business on Amazon that sells widgets or whatever. So it's nice to hear the positive words because sometimes I can forget you know, the impact we're having and why it's so important. You know, but um, basically, I came by honestly. I grew up as a hockey player. I was a sports guy. And I really liked that after like a good game, you know, the guys would share about their lives in the dressing room a little bit after. It's like the one the one place I found men talking about real stuff. And I don't know why I didn't why I was drawn to that. Maybe it's because I didn't have any of that growing up in my household. You know, it was kind of a, a difficult upbringing in some ways, and didn't have a place to share my feelings or talk about my life. So I liked that. Anyway, I, I venture into life and have a bunch of adversity and. Yeah, I had groups of guys to talk about stuff with, and I had counselors and therapists along the way or whatever. But um, eventually, I moved down to Mexico with a woman. Um, I had an online business, so I could do that. You know, She was managing a hotel, and an opportunity came up where she could live down there. I said, yeah, I'd love to go live at the beach and surf and learn Spanish. So I did that, and it was supposed to be a year, and it, was, it turned into six years. And at times, it just felt like a prison sentence because in the off-seasons there, it was very lonely, like... I had friends, but they were, you know, local native Mexicans. So it was like, they, they really, our friendships could only go so deep. And so I, I missed being able to talk about life with people and then the relationship challenges I was facing and the family issues I was having. And, and so I, I threw my friends into a Facebook group. The women didn't stick around. It seemed like they didn't need it. And then all of a sudden my guy friends started in this little private environment back when Facebook groups were a new thing. They were like, Oh, this is pretty cool. We get to talk. We have kind of a safe place to talk about, our lives and our businesses. And so that just kind of took off. Guys started inviting their friends. It was free for like four or five years. And now, now actually maybe like three or four years. And then one day they're like, Hey, we should go on a, we should do an adventure together. Well, let's, let's go on a surf trip. So I had, you know, 20 guys fly down to Mexico where I was living. They stayed on my living room floor. We called it the bullpen and we just surfed. My girlfriend almost broke up with me because of it. But you know, that was the beginning of it. And again, just like in the locker room, after we'd share an adventure, We'd sit around and, and I thought we were going to talk about business and they talk about how they have an alcoholic father and they don't know how to have him around their son or like they're having trouble setting boundaries in their life and or they're 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 fighting with their wife and they don't know how to communicate better you know and uh, it just it was really um everyday nuts and bolts guy stuff that they didn't have a chance to talk talk about elsewhere so I was like there's something here there's something to this you know. That is amazing. What's amazing about it? J- just the whole the whole journey, picking up going from you know from Canada, going down to uh, uh, Mexico, and living down oh. in Mexico for six years, and then just this thing just fell into your lap, and, yeah. and it, it blossomed into what it is today. And it's something that I feel that men really need. Mm-hmm. You know, men really need to. I don't want to say get away, but I, men men really need that that person to talk to. You know. Um, yeah, other than uh, other than their significant other, yeah, you're lucky, Rob. That's what you got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have Sal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm only on phone call away. Yeah, thanks, but, man. I mean, and uh, like I've observed that a lot of people, a lot of great businesses are just are just people scratching their own itch, and that's all I was doing. You know, I was just trying to have this conversation myself, and then it turned out that I wasn't the only one, which is often the case. Honestly, and I mentioned this prior to us getting on it. Part of the reason we started this is really to give back and, and have conversations people don't want to have, uh, bring people on 
that people don't have exposure to. Uh, we've had some great guests on, and you know, we've talked about some subjects that are are you know personally pushing the edge and pushing the boundaries on, on what we want to talk about in public. Yeah. But we felt it was is necessary. Like we had somebody on whose child died, and it was probably harder for me to interview him and sound interview him. I know him, so yeah, that was really tough. But then for him to talk about it because he felt he had to give back. So amazing that you're doing this and and the volumes you're doing it because it's, it's something that is definitely needed, you know, for, for men. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Cool. So what, what's it like being part of a men's group? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> a lot of guys have their hackles up when they went through the idea of a men's group. Like they're like, Oh, I don't need that. Or like, Oh, I don't need help. And Oh, are we going to talk about weird stuff and what's going on? But like, um, often when guys end up in this environment, they're like, Oh, this is great. So it's funny how like it, yeah, it's funny how it's like selling to guys, selling the idea of a men's group to guys is, 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 is confronting and, 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 and especially how most guys are selling men's groups are talking about it as too woo woo or too like unapproachable, you know, or too kooky or let's go get naked in the woods and dance and celebrate our balls or whatever guys do. Or like, or the spiritual stuff or first nation stuff. And it's like, I'm pretty, you know, I, I realize that guys just want to talk about what's going on in their lives, you know? So that's, that's my approach anyways. And it seems like that, that approachable way to present it gets them into the, the men's group. And they're always like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then they do because it's, it's hardwired in us to want to like share our lives with other people. And as long as it's in an environment where we feel like we're not going to get ridiculed for doing so, then most guys do want to share. That's awesome. Thanks. So what activities that, that you have done resonate most with the members of your group? Like, like you mean adventures and stuff? Yeah. So adventures or, you, or, like, you know, even, hmm. even when you're talking to them, like I'm sure you do icebreakers and I'm sure you, you know, come up with topics to talk about or, you know, or, or people just naturally sharing all the time. No, dudes suck at sharing because they don't have any practice. <laughs> so Exactly. Yeah, so it's a great question because like and a lot of women ask me this, they're like, So you get guys to open up? And I'm like, Yep. And they're like, Do they cry sometimes? And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And they're like, How do you do that? You know? Because they want their husbands yeah. to open up or whatever. Their partners to open up. Yeah, it's I again I came by this honestly. I just noticed that by happenstance by going on these adventure trips with guys in the early days. And then like we'd sit around in a circle and I thought I'd become a business mastermind. And then they'd talk about personal stuff. And I noticed that after doing these over and over again, because they were fun, we were doing these adventure trips. So we did a lot of them. Or I did a lot of them. And what I learned is that what I observed is that if somebody went early on in the circle and had a personal matter that was sensitive and they shared that, and then the feedback was good, then all the other guys following him would probably do the same thing. So there's this element of fear that guys seem to have around sharing about being ridiculed, about being seen as weak or not a good partner or being gay or whatever. And like, I saw that as long as they, as long as they observe that like, Oh, that guy shared something pretty sensitive and he's, it was cool. You know, that's, that's what guys need to see. So, you know, we just make sure that we like, as we do only online meetings now, not because of COVID, just because I, I felt like the adventure trips were unapproached or on a, unaccessible, inaccessible for a lot of people, you know, dads, especially with the families, it's hard to get away for a, a trip and yeah, justify definitely. So that's why we're doing the online meetings, you know, um, because it's a lot easier to tune into something like this from your living room or whatever. Um, and, and so and how often are the meetings? 
Yeah, they're every they're they're biweekly. Well, we every week we have a bunch of drop-in groups going. So if you just become a part of the community, it's like you can tune into just a general men's group, or or you can talk tune into a men's group around a specific topic, like boundary setting, or saving your relationship, or um, how to how to how to feel like masculinity, um, how to be more confident, uh, these kinds of things. Um, yeah. So and those the, are, are those led by by one of your staff or are those just kind of uh, a group kind of talking about it in, in general? Yeah. Again, great questions, man. Uh, for the first year and a half of this project, it was just me running every single group and then I burnt out. And then, uh, so I hired a bunch of facilitators. So now, yeah, we have, we have a team of nine facilitators who run all the groups and uh, nice. they're just there. They're not coaches. They don't do any coaching. They're just there to, um, they're just there to make sure the conversation goes smoothly, you know. But on your website, you do list coaching that, that you do have coaching, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. So is yeah. that that's separate from from the men's group? Also, yeah. So, uh, when uh, what type of coaching do you do? Like, there's all these different type of coaching that are coming out, especially during COVID, like career coaching, life coaching. Like, what what does the men's group really focus on for that? Yeah, it's a good question, and we we're, we don't really do coaching ourselves. It's more just like our facilitators that we've hired are usually coaches or therapists of some kind and they're building the practices. And so we, and, uh, so just to, just to help them, we say, Hey, like different guys want different things, right? Some guys want to listen to podcasts like this. Other guys want to read a book. Um, other guys like the idea of a men's group, but other guys find that threatening and they work with, rather work with one-on-one somebody. So like we kept getting requests for it. And so I was like, well, these facilitators, I've seen them in action facilitating groups for like a year now. So why don't we just recommend those coaches? Because they seem like they know what they're doing. They really um, seem to, we didn't have any complaints on them. They seem to have really good things to say. Guys like them. So why don't we just uh, offer their services to the group? And so basically, um, you know, it's, some of the guys are, are topic-specific coaches or counselors or therapists. Other guys are just generalists. So... Yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag there, and it's just it's just another option to help guys. You know, we don't we don't emphasize awesome. coaching. Yeah, we don't emphasize it because like, you know, it's just one tool that you could use. We're more about we're more that's about amazing. we're more about the community access because that seems to be the thing that really moves the needle for guys. It's just getting around other guys talking about this stuff. I was checking out your website, and there were some great testimonials about you know overcoming porn and a gambling addiction. I was yeah. really surprised someone put that in their testimonial. Amazing. That yeah. you someone to sign up for that. And yeah. then others about being better fathers. What differentiate, differentiate you from other men's groups that really drive these people talking about these really, you know, hard to talk about subjects. Yeah, totally. And, and you'd be surprised, man, like the porn addiction thing comes up every day. Like there, it doesn't seem like there's a guy who hasn't been through that, you know? And the boundaries, yeah. and no more, the more, no more Mr. Nice Guy stuff. Same thing. Um, being a new dad and like navigating that, and and how to communicate with a child who's developing a person, their own personality, and and who could be difficult at times. Like there's these topics that come up over and over again that are super difficult. Um, communication issues with your partner and fighting and stuff. And um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm blanking on the question. What was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> so what differentiates you between? Right. What differentiates you guys from other men's groups? Yeah, I think other men's groups like are very focused on what the men's group leader wants, which is often something ceremonial or something like discussion-based around specific topics or um, emotional exercise-based. You know, let's all eye gaze for a bit and get comfortable being in the masculine presence or whatever. You know, (laughs) and that's... 
And that's cool because, yeah. like, I'm sure some guy who has confidence issues standing face to face with another man, like, maybe that's exactly what he needs. But most of the time, what I've observed is that guys just need to share whatever is on their mind or whatever situation they've going on. And as far as I can see, we're the only men's group that really focuses on that. You know, it's just like, hey, man, come in and share what's going on or just listen in. That's cool. Or just come in here and make friends. You know, we just have a no BS policy. We're not here to, like, chant or, like, be super touchy feely about stuff. It's just like share what's going on in your life, man. And uh and there's other guys who are going through similar things and that'll feel good. And it'll help you navigate those things. So we're just going trying to go right down Main Street, just make it real approachable for guys, you know? That's, That's how we're awesome. doing. I think I think a lot of people need that. I know when we talked about this prior, it's like, you know, we've entertained something similar. Yeah. But it, when I've done like a, a sampling from from different people, um I've gotten interesting responses from people People I know pretty well or I've known for a long time uh, were like, nah, I, I don't need that. I have my group of friends in my town. I, I don't need I don't need that that getaway or that outlet. While people, you know, I asked the guy I worked with who I knew for less than six months. He's like, hell yeah. He's like, I would be totally in and these are the subjects I want to cover. I'm like, all right, I didn't even set it up yet. But the fact that you're thinking of subjects that would be relatable for you is incredible because it tells me that exactly like you've discovered that there's, there's definitely place out there to have this, you know, men's group or, you know, retreats or whatever it is yeah. to kind of help men get, you know, express or overcome adversity or, you know, become more confident or, or whatever the topic is. Yeah, man, I think you should do it because <laughs> it, <just seems, laughs> it just seems like, like uh, a lot of the media attention focuses is, is, is on men and being frustrated with men, especially white men. And fair enough for some yeah. of the things white, white men have done over history. We've been pretty terrible in general. But like, but like you know, and then you look at the stats that are going on for men, and it's like the suicide rate went from very low to like you know eighty percent men, and the incarceration rate is ninety eight percent men, and the illiteracy rate is mostly men, and the uh, academic rate is like falling off significantly for men, and they're struggling at schools, and 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 violent crime rates is all men and anxiety and depression rates are just skyrocketed in correlation with those stats that showed that men's um, confidants are dropping. Like we don't have anybody to talk to. So I feel like, I feel like more and more people are starting to realize that like, yes, men are causing some of the problems in the world that, and these different movements like me too, sure they needed to happen, but like, let's help them. Like we need to give them a place to talk. Like, I feel like that's more and more is coming to the awareness of people, you know? So I feel like, yeah. And I, and I'm right there with you. And I think I'm going to say something that's pretty controversial, but I feel yeah. like there's almost like a witch hunt for men. Yes. Um, yeah. And the anxiety and depression is just going to keep increasing. If we don't level set it at some point, you know, history states like white men were, were horrible in the past. Those were our ancestors. Those aren't the people who are here today. And if you look around, yes, there's still a bunch of bullshit going on that needs to be overcome. And, you know, social justices have to be put in place. But you can't, if you put down one sector, that's now going to be the depressed sector or the repressed sector or whatever the right word is. And I think more you put down men in general, the more they're just going to start to your earlier stat. They're going to retreat and become more introverted and approach people to have a confidant. Yeah, I think you yeah. said like it previously was five and now it's less than one, which is crazy in my mind. But not yeah. Surprised. yeah. And at the end of the day, like what I've learned from running men's groups for like almost 15 years is that like, uh, you know, I'm unhappy people doing happy things. 
So yeah, it is a lot of white men that like are have done these things and, and have been really unfair to other groups of people. And and um, at the end of the day, it's like when you get to know why people do what they do and why they do horrible things, like you know, get into addictions or get into domestic violence or whatever. It's like it's because they are they're struggling, you know. Yeah, it, it's because so, they're struggling. So I, if I've learned anything from this process, it's that. It's an individual thing. Like I don't see people as black or white anymore, or males, female. It's just like uh, I see it as like an individual on their own journey with their struggles, and and um, and it's whether you're actually willing to be um, brave enough to take action to like address some of your stuff. That that's what I look for in people. Yeah. I agree. Now, did you go to school for this, or is this something no. that just came out of life yeah. and just experiencing yeah. it? Yeah, I went to business school. I should, probably should have been a counselor. It just seems like it's in my personality. I'm the kind of person where, like, I'll just meet somebody at a bus stop, and then five minutes later, they'll be telling me about their marital issues, and then they'll be crying or something, you know? <laughs> and it's kind of a curse because it gets exhausting sometimes. But, no, I, I just came by this honestly. Again, I didn't foresee being good at this. I didn't I didn't ever intend to – a lot of guys, they like, they like the idea of being the men's group guy. Oh, I'm going to like be a men's group leader. That's my new identity. That's going to make me feel good about myself playing this role. I almost begrudge it, man. I'm like, I wish I was doing something more like easy and cool, you know, like, like an Instagram influencer, a travel guy or a sports guy, sports announcer or something, you know, but this is just who I am. And it's what I keep, it's, it's what I keep getting pulled back into. Yeah. But I mean, if it, if, if it's something you enjoy and you love, yeah. And you know, it's you're definitely getting, you know, positive results at something that, you know, was absolutely needed. And that's why we started doing this and I think that's the same reason you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, um, similar to you, I enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. So what what important lesson have you learned in being part of the men's group? Yeah, there's a few. Um good that's a great question, man. Number one, uh guys do want to talk about stuff. And you're not alone if you feel that way. Like, you know, if you're like man, I'm a new dad or like I'm running into these issues with my kids. And like, you know, I, I just, Oh man, guaranteed there's somebody around you who's going through the exact same thing, who wants to talk about it, who also doesn't have anybody to talk about it with. Right. So, so it's like, and and then, and, and I found it very encouraging and, and very heartwarming that like, and moving honestly, that, that I've seen time and time again, guys do want to talk if they're in the right environment. 300 pound biker bros with tatties and gangs and stuff. You know, they come to our men's groups and they're, they're all of a sudden, you know, they see that nobody's getting ridiculed here and then they start sharing their stuff. It's fucking great. You know, um, you know, and, and also I'd say that, uh, there's no new problems. Like one of the things I've observed is that over and over again, it's like the same issues that come up. It's a lot of interpersonal stuff, relationship stuff, communication, boundaries, low level addictions like porn or weed or booze, um, or high level addictions. Um, uh, you know, career and purpose. Um, so like, you know, if you think that you're unique in your challenges, your situation, the variables might be unique, but guaranteed there's other people who've been through similar things who can be like, yeah, I've been in, I've been there and done that. And here's how, here's what I learned. And here's how I got up myself out of that situation. And then I guess number three would be, and sorry, you asked the wrong question because I, I, I love talking about this. Number three would be, um, that life is an inside job. And this is personal learning from my own experience and just from observing tens of thousands of guys in men's groups. It's like we all try to achieve things in the external world and try to fix scenarios. Oh, I need a new partner. I need a new place to live. I need a new 
But like the more that I address the stuff in here, you know, my, my, my feelings of the way I think my beliefs. Um, and when I get triggered, especially like that, that's a window to like really learn about yourself. And, and, um, when you're feeling strong, the more I dug into that stuff, the more I cleared that stuff out, the easier life has gotten. And I've seen that in men's group too, the guys that get introspective and want to learn about themselves and want to want to learn about why they have trouble communicating or with boundaries or snapping on their wife or whatever it might, you know, being triggered by their kids or whatever. It's like, those are the guys that seem to go on and win. So I would encourage guys out there to like, who are listening to just act, grab onto any tool, you know, it could be the group that Rob and Sal are thinking about starting, or like, it could be a podcast or a course or a, a therapist. It's like, just start to learn about yourself, start to, to, to understand your triggers and responses and your feelings and build a relationship with that part of yourself. Cause it will pay dividends. That's awesome. Thank you. And then what, what is the most common, it just kind of plays off the previous question and you may have answered it already, but what is the most yeah. common issue on the mind of men per your observations? Well, the most common thing I see guys sharing in men's groups is like, wow, just felt so good to talk about this with somebody, you know, yeah. not, I mean, not in that you feel way, but so, so like that's, I know it's not a particular issue. I'd say that I'd say the most common issues we see in men's groups are, are guys who are going through a breakup or divorce parenting stuff. Cause of course it's like new territory. You know, the, you have no clue what you're doing. This is, you sh you sh and so of course you, you should be getting adv advice and counsel and guidance and ask questions. Like the thing that you can do yourself is bananas, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like parent stuff, um, boundaries is a big one. No more Mr. Nice guy stuff, like learning how to set boundaries, learning how to get clear on what you want and express that to people. Um, a lot of guys are pushovers, uh, communication with, with a partner, you know, communicating better to minimize conflict. And then a lot of like low level addiction stuff, porn and booze and wanting to shake those habits and stuff. I'd say those are the main ones. Friendships. Surprisingly, guys don't understand how to make guy friends and they want to learn how to make guy friends. Like that's another one. I think yeah. that's true. I, I really do. I think I've had, and this is sound horrible, but I think my, I the probably person I was closest with besides my wife is my best friend from college who pretty much knew yeah. everything about me. And yeah. you know, I don't think like, I have friends, but there are, you know, you, there's people you open up to. There's people yes. you talk about stuff. Hey, I had a shitty day at work or this is what's going on at work, but you don't really open up to a lot of people to tell them really what the fuck's going on in your life. No way, man. No. And I think the, the thing, and, and I'm going to say this and, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, but I think the thing with men's groups that really probably makes them successful is sharing in a non judgmental environment. Because yeah. I think that's a fear of men is I'm going to say something I'm going to be judged and you're in my community. So now you know something about me that really no one else knows except my wife or really no one else knows. So that's, you know, I, I think that's a, it's a home run. That's a huge win. hundred percent, man. And that's why the online men's group thing seems to be taken off too. Cause it's like more anonymous, you know, you're not going to your local church or yeah. your local rec center or a bar to like have a, have a meeting, you know, and you're going to run into those people on the street. That's happened to me where I like run into somebody and they're like, we don't know if we should be talking about men's group because we don't know if the other person's partner, <laughs> if the other person's date, like, or their kids know that they do this thing. And yeah, so yeah, it's a real thing, man. It's, it's, um, I think it's a deeply ingrained fear in us from being kids and being ridiculed and stuff, um, to like not want to share, not like okay. not want to share. Cause I mean, when, I don't know, but you were growing up, like there was zero, 
support for sharing my, my internal experience, like from my folks, from my people, my friends, people I was playing sports with. So it's a real fear. And I think there's a biological component too, because our role is to be the providers and to be strong, at least in the traditional gender roles, you know, male, female, or whatever, man being provider. And so like, there's also fear sharing with women, especially like I've noticed guys, they're like, we'll be at a, we'd be at a dinner or something. And we'd be like sharing about our kids or about our lives or whatever. And then, um, as soon as a, a woman walks in, all of a sudden their chest puff out a little bit and their shoulders just go back and they, <laughs> they start like, you know, throwing out little indicators of their, their value. And, and it's, it, all of a sudden the, the beautiful open conversation that we were having is done. And, <laughs> and so I think there's really something to being, uh, it's unfortunate that this is the case, but it's like what we're working with in society today is that men don't feel comfortable sharing. And even myself, yeah, sorry, I, sorry, Rob, I know I'm rambling, but even myself, like with my partner, who's really good at man, who I can share stuff with. And she's really good at, you know, supporting me when I need it. Like even I still feel the fear of like bringing the raw truth of like what I'm going through to her. And with my friends, there's still this feeling of like, I don't want to burden them. You know, yeah. or, or I don't want to stress them out. It's like they got their, they're busy. You know, I don't, I don't want to bother them. Yeah. I think uh, to be honest, I think the only thing I really share with anybody is like, Hey, you know, this is going on at work or, you know, this is a project. This is what I'm frustrated. This is something against the deadline. I don't think it's anything that's actually like intrinsic to myself. No. It's more about, Hey, I'm trying to get this shit done. You know, I'm trying to make a better life for my family. And yeah. that's really where I'm focused on. Yeah. And that's yeah. probably because that's the top of mind, right? That's the thing you're thinking about the most. But if you if you look at those conversations, they're very like surface level. They're not deep. Yeah, no, not at all, right? And this is this is a problem, right? Because a lot of guys they'll they'll have they'll focus on, you know, their careers and then their families so much. And and good on you for trying to be a good dad, right? But like and trying to provide for your kids, but like a lot of guys, all of a sudden, their partner cheats on them, or or their family member dies, or there's like conflict at work or something, and then they look around to like talk about that, and there's nobody there because you yeah. haven't invested in your relationships and your community, and that's yeah. a problem because that isolation, like this is science, like isolation doesn't do humans don't do well with it. We it, it creates pressure, it makes things emotionally a lot more difficult to manage, and so yeah, you know, and so. A lot of guys look around, they're like, oh, shit, I don't have any friends. They don't even have that thought, but it's like they just feel isolated and, and it feels more difficult than it has to, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, what is the monetary, um, what is, how much does it cost per month? Is it oh, yeah. a six-month year? What, what, do, what should our viewers or our listeners viewers? <laughs> Three what should our listeners expect? <laughs> Yeah, three easy payments of nine ninety nine. No, uh, it's 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 really simple. <laughs> Again, there's a lot of like um, preachy coaching or preachy uh, men's work stuff out there that's like thousands of dollars for weekends and whatever. And again, we just don't want to make it approachable so that every kind of guy could be a part of it. You know, um, especially for those guys that are like don't have a lot of money and this is their first foray into personal development. So how we structure it is you can come to the website, you can sign up, you can enter your email for free. You can enter our discussion community for free. We have a, a thriving discussion area that, you know, you can come and hang out in and see what that's like. You can also attend one of our men's groups for free just to see how it feels because a lot of guys have never done something like that. 
And so you can be on a drop-in group led by one of our facilitators. And then if you like it, our community is, I think it's right now like 47 bucks a month or something just to be a part of everything and to be in a dedicated men's men's team, like like with eight or 10 guys yeah. that have your, have your back. And we're working on a lower price option right now to be just for just community access for those guys that might not be able to commit to like a, you know, a men's team or recurring biweekly get back together with the guys and check in and support each other instead to just have community access and drop in group access. That'll probably be like, I don't know. That'll probably be like 25 bucks or 19 bucks or something. I won't quote you on that. No, no one will remember that amount. That you just no, exactly. Well, how does that uh, sound? Though? What do you think about that? What do you, what do you think about that, Rob? I think that's good. I think um, I think if you were to do like a 19.99 a month for like community access, I think that would be make sense because you break that yeah. twenty dollar barrier. But then I, I think for it also depends if if you get like fifty people doing it, then all right, like you know it, it's not really returning value for you. If you get like a million people sign up for it, then maybe hey, listen. You know, we came onto something here. Maybe we can lower and even drive higher viewership and yeah, totally customers. And I like the idea of a bigger community, not not the groups themselves, but because then we'll have more guys for every niche issue. You know, like we have thousands of guys in our community right now, but it seems like the more people we have, the more sort of wisdom we collect, and the more people there are that are going to be going through the exact same thing as you right now. So, I'm excited to experiment with that. You know. Yeah, do you do you use forms or how do you kind of what's the community like within yeah, so it? Yeah, so we have like our free community that's a Facebook group, and then we yeah. have a, we have a Mighty Networks group that's like a, it's an app on that you can get on your phone or you know you can access access it from your computer, and it's really well built. So it's like a private internal Facebooky kind of thing, but it looks like our app and feels like our app, and the notifications are good and um, it's it's broken up into topics and stuff like that so it's easy to find people or uh yeah it's just like the old message forms back in the day that's awesome yeah that's, it works really app. well like they're thriving you know there's, there's constantly like thousands of um you know messages being sent between guys behind the scenes and lots of posts and great resources being shared we got our resources li- libraries in there for every topic we members like share their favorite resources and stuff so being a dad parenting is one emotions you know, um, self-knowledge, uh, career and purpose, uh, boundaries, making guy friends, all that stuff. That's great. That's, that's absolutely amazing. Cool. Yeah. Um, so where, where can our audience find you on social media websites? You know, you Mm want to plug it mensgroup.com baby. All right. (laughs) That's it. You know, it's simple. Like I'm not here. You'll notice my face is on men's group on the front page and stuff on the videos, but that's only because I've been told I'm a good example of this because I'm young and relevant and like I do I do cool sports and so like I play in that world, but I also am like a bit of a sensitive guy who can talk about his feelings, and so like I'm not I don't want to make this about me. I don't want to drag people to my personal social medias. It's just it's just mensgroup.com. Awesome, and is mensgroup.com on Instagram as well? No. Do you have it? Are you with the uh, Facebooker? Uh, am I in there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in there. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do Instagram because you want to you hear why? <laughs> why? I would love to know why. This is getting into business stuff, so I don't know if it's useful for the listeners. But I observe that I, so I have a few friends that have really successful women's group accounts. And they have like yeah. millions of followers. Like crazy amount of followers in just a short period of time. Like a couple of years. Yeah. Their husbands post the exact same content. For their men's groups, and they have like sixty thousand followers. 
And so what that tells me in the demographics of Instagram align with it is that men don't follow that kind of stuff. And Instagram, for example, is 70% women. So men do follow certain types of what's say that again? What's Instagram? Well, it's seventy percent women. Is it really? Yeah. Versus versus Reddit. Reddit's like not I think it's eighty or ninety percent men, you know? Uh Google searches are more so men. So like I just I just thought that if I was gonna focus Twitter is mostly men. I, if I'm gonna focus on one thing, YouTube as well, predominantly male. So like where do I put my efforts? You know, is it in Instagram? Try to make that work? No, because well, that's not where I start anyway. You know, no, no, no. I think that's a fair assessment because even what we're seeing on our Instagram account, which again is, is getting into our business, is that we'll ramp up, we'll go really fast, and then we'll plateau for for like a month, and then we'll yeah. ramp up and gain like a couple hundred followers, and then plateau. And what I've noticed is, I mean, anybody can figure this out. It's all about sex, right? So it's you know, it depends on what you post, but if you're not posting that type of stuff, it's your, your followers are going to be limited. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, yeah, it's got a specific demographic, right? Versus YouTube. It's like dudes are searching for stuff all day long, especially info on how to fix situations. Right. And that's where you guys are focusing on YouTube and on, uh, Twitter. We started focusing on Google. So we just made it so that you search for anything to do with men's group where we show up. Anything to do with awesome. support group, support groups, any common guys issues, we we show up because I just saw that's where the opportunity was, and then um, yeah, YouTube, and that's about it for now. We don't we don't actually do a lot any marketing because we don't have to. We get so much word of mouth, and we and um, we're at this point we're the only really relevant, approachable like guy talk men's group out there right now who's doing it in that way. So we have a lot of guys just finding out about us through other people. That's awesome. Thanks. And then, um, awesome. So hold on. Sorry. I got lost in your website. I was looking at stuff. Yeah, good. Uh, okay. That's what we want. <laughs> we want to be in your trance. And then next thing, you know, I, I, I was hoping you're reaching for your credit card there. That's the, <laughs> saw it. Uh, so what words of wisdom would you impart to our listeners? So we ask everyone that's the kind of wrap up question is what yeah. words of wisdom would you, would you impart? You're not supposed to have all the answers, you know, it's like, that's one. And, you know, especially being a new, being a dad, it's like, that's, that's the hardest thing in the world for a guy. You know, you got all these soft skills you now need to deploy when you've been mocked for having anything sensitive in the past, you know? Um, and it comes back that life is an inside job thing. It's like the only way to really, I've seen guys really become better dads. just like work on themselves, improve themselves, you know? And then I think, yeah. I think the last point I'd make, which is a bit of a plug for myself, if I'm being honest, but it's not just for us. It's for like any, any, any men's group or any community out there. People don't understand that, that how detrimental it can be to not have community or supportive people around you. So the research shows that if you have a negative person in your life, somebody who's unsupportive of you and the changes you want to make as a man, big or small, that negative person is six times more impactful and will influence your outcome six times more than a person who's positive. So it really speaks to the power of like, you need to be intentional about who you're bringing these topics to. And, and you need to find people who are going to be supportive and encouraging and cheer, be almost like cheerleaders, you know, yeah. like this, this is science. This isn't my opinion. It's like, it's well-documented that humans do a lot better winning community. And, and so, you know, whether it's a coach or whether it's a, podcast you really vibe with whether it's a men's group like what i'm doing or what rob and sal might doing 
You know, it's like just just find a tool that works for you and start digging into the stuff. Start finding people who are going through similar things. Not only will it feel a lot better than going it alone, the research shows that it'll help you overcome your challenges a lot faster and just make you make your life a lot better. That's great, Sean. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. This yeah, yeah. Incredibly insightful. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I'd love to come on again. And, and if I ever launch a podcast one day, maybe I'll have you guys on too. And keep up the good work, man. Dad, Dads need this. I, I think it's, we, got, we have probably like 50% of the guys in our community or more, maybe 75% are like new dads or dads going through stuff. So yeah, come check out one of our free groups if, if you're listening. And um, yeah, I appreciate what you guys are doing, Rob. Cool. I appreciate it. Thanks, Sean. All right. And that was Sean Gala of the men's group. Go check out the men's group. Uh, themensgroup.com or the men's group on Facebook. We have tagged that in our post on both Facebook and Instagram. And hopefully, possibly soon, you may see a familiar face as one of their coaches. So tune in next time for another episode of The Rad Dad Show.